everyone, and welcome to a Nintendo-filled episode of Zingness with some other stuff in there. Um, you got me, Zinger. <laughs> and you got me, Nintenberg. And Ellie's on location somewhere else. So, no I Ellie today. the happiest place on Earth. Yes. Possibly, the, possibly Animal Kingdom specifically today. But anyways... There was, so originally this episode was going to be discussing Pokemon Legends Arceus, I believe <laughs> is how it's pronounced, but Nintendo on, uh, de- why am I saying December, on um, <laughs> February 9th decided to drop a pretty substantial direct. Eric, you're our man in, on the inside with the Nintendo. The inside? Yes. Was this expected? And we got something else I want to talk about, a few things beforehand, but was this something, because this seems pretty big. There was a lot of announcements. Was this something expected going into the night? In terms of of having a direct, yes. uh, Usually Nintendo has a direct every February, like uh, with the exception of like one or two years, it's usually had something. And there had been, insiders had been rumoring for a couple of weeks that, that we were expecting one either last week or this coming week, and then we ended up getting it uh, last week. And yeah, it was 40 minutes long. So, because we really didn't know too much going into this year. I mean, Pokemon Legends just launched a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the next kind of big thing we really had on the horizon was Kirby at the end of March. But beyond that, we had a few vague, like, we knew things were coming this year. Uh, we had a few other little dates here and there, but really we didn't know that much. So it was kind of expected. This is usually the time they come out and say, here's what you can expect for a good chunk of at least the first half of of the coming year. And they did not fail to deliver. They It was like, boom, boom. It's like it just kept coming. I was like, stop. I can only... <laughs> My, my penis can only get so erect. Yeah. Um, so a few other things uh, did come out. So we're going to talk about those first, like announcement wise. Did you watch the trailer for Jurassic World Domination? I did. And yay, nay in between? Uh, I, I don't know how to feel because on the one hand, the trailer was very well done. And I think the visual effects of the dinosaurs look really cool. And it was awesome seeing the world and the park casts and main characters together. Uh, but I know how this series is. I know how this series likes to toy with my heart and just let me let it just play with it and then just smash it into the ground. So I know I'm going to go still see it, uh, or at least wait for it to come out on, on digital or go to the theater. I don't know. I know I'm going to watch it no matter what, even if it gets like a two on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to watch it. So I'm going to be cautiously optimistic and say, I'm at least excited for it. And I think it has potential. Um, but we'll see. So, on that note, here's my thing with it. I'm sure longtime listeners of Zygnus have noticed that there is a omission of a certain Jurassic Park movie that we just haven't tackled yet. Is it because the people I scheduled for it weren't able to do it at the time? Possibly. Is it because I just have no interest in talking about... Um, it's, it's Fallen Kingdom, right? The the the, the, the last the last one. one yes yeah. the Fallen Kingdom yeah okay see I can't remember what it's called is <laughs> is it because like I'm just avoiding it because it's like I just don't want to watch it and talk about it I mean it is I, it's 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 on par with three and there are things about it that might actually make it worse than three in my eyes and I hate three I th- this one I think vaguely has better things for the humans to be doing and I think that's yes. the only reason it wins out over th- like 
Three is interesting because of the fact of how train wrecky it is. And then if you yeah. really think about the fact of why is this Spinosaurus hunting something this because not to get into science or anything like that, because God forbid we do that for a second. <laughs> but there's a thing in, in nature where it's cost versus reward. The amount right. of a pure energy that this creature is spending to hunt down something that would not be able to even vaguely replenish its um, calories burned to uh, to get them. It's it's one of those things like the the, the Spinosaurus is weird, and then this show, and then this other movie has weird Looney Tunes esque moments. Yes, if I may, like direct Very. looked into camera points. So th- ain't I, 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 I was always waiting for the dinosaur to go. Ain't I a stinker? I mean, it it came dangerously close to it a few times. <laughs> I I mean, like I said, we'll do it eventually. It's not top my priorities list. It might be something to where I just want to torture Phil Rude one day and make him watch it or other people Love you, Phil. <laughs> uh, or other people. But it's one of those things. It's like, that's what that's why I didn't want to do Jurassic Park for the longest time, because I'm like, it has a moment where it just goes bad twice. One of them's like, it's it's like a it's like a class and what not to do. And the other one's just like, what happened here? So anyways, that being said, movie looks good to an extent. I, 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 I'm going to be forced to see it because Chris Pratt's in it. And as we all know, Chris Pratt will, is the voice of Bender. We'll, we'll get to that discussion too. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I'm just blindly indifferent to it. So, uh, I mean, move, move, move on Berg, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I we'll, we'll we'll come to it when it when it eventually comes out. But yeah, for now, I think we've we've kind of said all we can, and I think we make some good points. So we'll uh, we shall see. Yes, let's uh, be, let's let's go with no expectations and hopefully be pleasantly surprised. Speaking of no expectations, thank you for the fantastic segue. But um, my final thing on this: dinosaurs in movie, cool, awesome, whatever. We'll <laughs> go with that. Uh, no expectations were my feelings going into Book of Boba Fett. My feelings coming out of Book of Boba Fett are, I, we will have to do a full episode, and we will do a full episode on this with somebody guesting. Um, I left this show feeling satisfied to an extent, because I actually have something now that I'm like, I got something involving Boba Fett I can actually sit down and chew on that's not either Legends BS or comic book stuff which is great but at the same time it's all like well when's this going to be retconned and it's a lot harder to retcon this i left the show satisfied with only a minor gripe eric what about you honestly i think i'm kind of where you are i really love the finale i thought it was lots of action i thought it was really cool um my only thing kind of looking back on everything and, and again i won't get too spoilery here we'll save that for our full review of the season or the series i should say but I definitely think that really this, the last half really veered into just setting up the next season of another yep. show. Yep. And that's my, that's my, that's my gripe. And I really, and as much as I love all of that and I'm very excited for what's to come with that, it's just, I mean, I don't know why I'm being vague. We all know what I'm talking yeah. about Mandalorian season yeah. three, but, but it's just, there's so much more like, I really like what they were setting up with Boba Fett and I really wanted to see more of that. And I'm glad we got to see what we got. And mm-hmm. I thought there were some cool moments, which we'll get into in our episode. But uh, I really wanted to see more of that and, you know, let's save some of that setup for the next season of The Mandalorian. But still, I agree with you. It's it's nice to actually have something substantial that is canon 
mm-hmm. for Boba Fett. And I think it was really cool. And I did see some complaints online, like, like, oh, Boba Fett was really passive. And, oh, Boba Fett was, was the, I mean, it was almost like uh, Finnick was giving him orders more than that. And it's like, it's, it's like, you know, it, the whole thing was about him changing. He was yeah. known as being ruthless. And we'll get, and again, this is more, we'll get into it. But, I mean, I like seeing, like, this is this character evolving and actually trying to become more than just, like, a petty criminal bounty hunter. And I mean, that's, I, I'm sure we'll get into it, but I think the message of the story is he keeps on saying, you know, um, Jabba ruled, ruled through fear. Jabba would have gotten the other gang, mem- I mean, the other like syndicates and stuff. To, he would have forced them to help him yep. instead of getting the town people and, and getting them behind. Like Jabba did not go, Jabba was somebody that when he went through, he was supposed to be worshipped. Whereas yeah. when Boba Fett goes through, he's worshipped because of what he's done he's yeah he did anyways we'll get into it in the episode i like I said i think there, there there's a theme there that people are like not paying attention to that are griping about and i'm like it, it hit what yeah. it was supposed to there's exactly. other things that we can talk about like i said it's not bad it's just there's a problem with how it was titled and like i said a cue card of meanwhile elsewhere in the galaxy would have been acceptable um before we get it okay we got we got two more things i want three more things i want to discuss real quick um, where is your hype meter at for the Batman, Berg? Eh, I still am like, whatever. I saw the trailer. I know people were freaking out about it. I'm so sick of Batman being rebooted every five years. I don't care, honestly. <laughs> All right. I'm, 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 I'm want to be surprised <laughs> by it. I, I want to be, I'm like, after... I do too. I want to, I want this to actually make me care about a Batman movie. But right now I'm where I am with all my other Batman movies. Yeah. The, the Christian Bale ones, they work in their own thing, and I'm sure we can gripe and complain whenever we do the Batman stuff with that. I think Ben Affleck did a fine job as Batman. I like those, Batfleck. Yeah, I, I do too. And in, in the terrible movies that those were in, it it works. So cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm Like I said, I know there are some people freaking out about this. I just wanted to see where your meter was on this, and we're both, eh. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're not excited, but we're not, like, Underwe- I'll still, I, I'll still see it. I'll still see it. I'll still go in with an open mind. But I'm not like, and it's not. I don't have anything against. It's not like I have anything against the character Batman. Batman's awesome. But at the same time, I'm sick of him. It's like how many times? I mean, because it seems like it's yet again another origin story, and I'm just like sick of. We've seen him, his parents, poor, poor Martha and Wayne get killed. Wait, uh, what was his dad's name? It's uh, John and yeah. No wait, Thomas, Thomas. It's Thomas. Thomas, Thomas. I was thinking, yes. I was thinking we've seen <laughs> we've seen so we've seen poor Thomas and Martha get killed in that alley so many damn times. It's just like, oh my god, we get it. I just, I just so, want Ben I Parker to show up and be like, oh wait, up up sorry, wrong origin story. I gotta go get killed <laughs> in another one. <laughs> and maybe they'll skip over it, but again, it sounds very origin-y, so I I will put money on it being in there. And if it's not, I'll be pleasantly surprised. So I mean but, I think- eh, we'll see. Yeah, when does it come out? March. It comes out in March, right? Yeah, it comes out soon. It comes out very soon. Uh, I was gonna say, I thought I thought it was coming out soon. Yeah, I mean, soon relative term, but right. Oh, no, it's not like summer. Yeah, I I mean, like I said, the I I will give it this: the outfit looks. I mean, his his costume looks phenomenal. I agree. I think it's a very cool design for the outfit. So, anyways, I I just I just want to touch on X. I know it's been something I've been seeing a lot of people posting about. Um, Yeah. Next thing I've been seeing a lot of stuff about, and I, and I want to say this is too early for us to say something, but let us say something about it. Futurama, the most canceled and revived show, is <laughs> once again being revived for, I believe it's 20 episodes on Hulu? I think so. Yeah, 20 episodes. Yeah. But 
Yeah, comes with a big butt. Joe DiMaggio not returning as the voice of Bender at the DiMaggio. at the time of this recording. <laughs> not, 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 not Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> what? You said Joe DiMaggio, John DiMaggio. Oh, John. Sorry, <laughs> not, the, not the baseball player. <laughs> sorry, my 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 my, my bad. DiMaggio is all the time. Too. Not returning at the time of this recording. <laughs> at as, time. Yes, because. I know that, 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 it's still ongoing conversations, and I think everyone – I think they're listening because, I mean, it's the big, big, big thing right now. Yeah. He – oh, man, I'm trying to remember because I don't think he plays anyone but Bender, really. Other than the – I think he might do the occasional random voice or something yeah. like that. But in terms of, like, main characters, he just does Bender. Yeah, because I was about to say, I know, like, if it was, like, Billy West wasn't returning, that, like, X is off, like – half the characters <laughs> i'm pretty sure fonsworth fry i want to say he does zoidberg uh he does zoidberg and he does that again yeah so i mean it's it's one of those things where this is still a hit but at the same time this isn't like at the moment he is not returning that doesn't mean that and this isn't coming out for another year they still have to write scripts do a lot of other stuff before we get to the point of doing records and stuff He's busy. Like, that's the other thing. Like, everyone always complains. I know Ellie isn't here to defend this. Everyone always complains about Firefly coming back. Those actors are normally busy with other stuff. And yeah. Joe DiMaggio's... John DiMaggio, god dang it. He's <laughs> actually in high demand as a voice actor. Like, he's a pretty big voice actor in the sense of he has a lot of stuff going on. Right. But and it's not even like he couldn't make room, but it's like it needs to be worth his time. Yeah. Therefore, it needs to be worth the price. So you know what, Hulu, please pay him the damn money. Like, yeah, we we want him back. Everyone wants him back. You know that it's not going to be the same. Even if they get a really damn good Bender sound alike, it's just not going to be the same. I I I will say this: He did apparently tweet like, uh, "Everyone, hang in there, cheese it." Or it, yes. it, was, it was it was some Bender quote. So yeah. I'm like, I think he's 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 probably trying to maybe trying to work everything out, and they wanted to make this announcement. So, yeah, because I know that I think it's I think it's tomorrow as of this recording. I think they were saying it was it was the on Valentine's Day. They were like, this is going to that's going to be the first table read. Mm -hmm. And I think they're just making the announcement to say, hey, it's officially happening. But we're still trying to work if they if they for, for whatever reason, for, it, it's a publicity move. And I think if they had more time to wait to get the negotiations yeah. uh, with John, I think they would have. But I think they're like, we need to get started. We need to start getting the word out to get hype up. Mm -hmm. even though we don't have John back yet. So I think it's, I think it's just, I think it was a timing thing. I have, I have a good feeling that he is going to end up signing on. I have a feeling it's going to be a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I could even see them writing a joke about that into the, yeah. Into oh, an episode yeah, de about, definitely. <laughs> about I, that. I have always said that Futurama is, is hands down one of my favorite shows ever to exist. And it also is one of the smartest yeah. shows ever to exist mm -hmm. too, because I mean, it, I, I swear there's like something to where it's like there's there's like numerous doctorates and stuff like the yeah. they are the most overqualified <laughs> writing staff in history for Ever. what they do. <laughs> and it shows, especially if you watch commentaries or know what to look for, there's a ton of really really mm -hmm. next level jokes we're gonna create whole mathematical equations for this one episode yep. this one joke in one episode or we're gonna create an alien language and then we're gonna create a second one that you need to know the first one for to decipher it it it, it was a show that like 
I, I made the joke of it is the most canceled and most revived show, and I think it's because a lot it resonates a lot with people. It does. It really does. Because I don't. I I want to say, and I think that this is why I love it so much. It has its mediocre episodes here and there, but overall, it's it's a net positive. I don't think anyone can point like they can to the Simpsons of oh, I dropped off of Futurama here. It's more of. I didn't like an episode, like, of like you know, oh, this season had a few whatever episodes, but overall it had these great ones too. Whereas The Simpsons, a lot of people be like, oh, I stopped watching after this season. Everyone right. normally who is into Futurama is into it from beginning to end. Yeah. So we will see what happens. Um, I know DiMaggio is busy with his work on Disenchantment, which had a new season come out, which I have not watched yet, not out of any, like, harboring hatred or resentment for the show like Eric has, but I, I just, I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it because it kind of dropped out of nowhere and I've been trying to be busy with other stuff. So yeah, it's, it's one of those. I, I still need, yeah, I still need to finish the previous season, which I will get around to eventually. I just, I've had other things I've been reading, playing, watching, consuming. Yes. Um, I, I do have a thing for the very end of this. That I want to discuss with you real quick. Cause it's spoiler territory. I want to make sure that we are completely done with every other conversation. So finally, before we get into the, all the Nintendo announcements, and I guess a vague review of Pokemon, if we can get to it, I was very excited. So excited that I have to put put I had to put something disgusting on my gaming computer. Yes, I had to put Epic Game Store on my computer <laughs> because it is it for PC. It is coming out only on Epic Games as of time of this record. Wolf Among Us Two had a trailer release. I am. So beyond excited. This was one of the first games by Telltale that made me go, one, I immediately was like, they are phenomenal studio. They made me care about this. And also immediately went up to Ellie and went, where are your copies of Fable? I want to start <laughs> reading this immediately. Um, so the pre I'm just going to try to go over the press real quick. And if you want more on this, I'm pretty sure there's an episode of Zygnus in, like, I think the first 20 episodes with us discussing the fable series um basically all the fairy all fairy tale stuff is real exists in like another world that world had like a war happen and they f and ones that could fled to our world and a lot of them are in hiding using different abilities magic stuff like that and there's a certain set of them that exist at in fable town which is kind of governed by uh snow white and uh, is also has the sheriff Big B Wolf, who is the big bad wolf. And in the first game, you play as Big B and other few other characters here and there, and it's basically a point and click, you know, conversation based adventure and everything. Well, this one, and I want to see Eric. Who's he going after, and who are the featured characters that we get to see in this trailer? Which it's an awesome trailer, great soundtrack, track. Very excited for this, but I want to see if you caught who he's who he's after. Oh, it's it's very clearly um, the the Wizard of Oz characters. Yes, uh, Dorothy and the Tin Man and the uh, Scarecrow. Mm -hmm. And I okay, so I'm not as familiar with. Oh, I I, I want this. I wanted you series. to watch this because I want this conversation yeah. now. And so I'm guessing. So I couldn't tell at the end. I'm guessing I, breaking through the wall was that I because I knew I was like, is that supposed to be the Cowardly Lion or the or the actual wolf? I wasn't sure, but I was like, Zinger's gonna know. Okay, so. <laughs> or neither. Big B Wolf, it's funny because there's a in comics reference to why he always smokes cigarettes. Mm. It's to dull his senses because they're so heightened 
that yeah. he it, it would it basically drives him up the wall if if he can like like he because he'll smell everything and he since he has the he's basically you know I'll huff I'll puff I'll blow your house down. Mm. He, it's also to contain, kind of minimize that power as well. Right in the I I there, there's terms for it, but um in the comics and in the older game he kind of goes into like a hybrid where he's still human and wolf form. That's what you saw, and it looks a lot different from the previous games. He can also go fully to where he turns into a just a giant wolf as well. But there's like a he's sort of human, sort of like 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 an anthropomorphic wolf thing. That's what was that's what was creeping up through the wall. Mets and see because at first I was like, well, that's clearly Wizard of Oz, but we haven't seen the lion. And then I saw that happen, and I was like, okay, I think that's actually him. But mm-hmm. I think it's actually Big B, but not. You know, I wasn't sure. I was like, that's either the wolf, but I was like, maybe that's the lion, and I missed something. But okay, cool. Yeah. Also, a lot, and this this is something that's brought up in the comics too, in the comics and in the thing, kind of too. A lot of the Fable characters, the more recognizable and the more famous their stories are, the more powerful they are and more like resistant to like death and you know damage and stuff like yeah. that. So it's it's one of those things where it's the more they're believed in, the more powerful they are. And Big Bad Wolf is a very powerful character, but he has to keep a lot of that in check because he's yeah. trying to turn over a new leaf and not be the bad guy anymore. He's trying to be the good guy, but a lot of people like to push his buttons and. Like I said, the second he got thrown through that wall, I was just like, oh, that ain't good. So, oh, man, I'm so excited. But, yeah, we, we get no Cowardly Lion, so who knows what's going on with that because it is established that not all characters made it through. Like, some got stuck on the other side and everything. So, it's it's interesting. I, 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 I guess he was bringing in the Scarecrow out of all of them because... Like, Dorothy was just sitting there the whole time not doing anything. I mean, the Tin Man was, I guess, the muscle, but... I don't know. I, I just was excited. I wanted you to see it because I wanted to get somebody who's not as familiar to see what they took away from it. So, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you took away what you did, but... Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. I don't know what happened, but it just disconnected. But then I saw the call was still going, so... I was able to rejoin. Awesome. So, um, any, any any other takeaways you want to point out from from that, or do you want to move on to Nintendo Direct? It 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 looks really good. The mm-hmm. the it has it did the cell shading and the, the the thick black lines to make it look like it's a comic. It looks really really cool. So, uh, yeah, I actually because I've heard I love Telltale stuff, but I've always played like the the licensed things. I've never actually played. And I know that's like their big like, hey, wait, was okay. Is Wolf Among Us? It started as the comic, right? And then, uh, yes, oh. Fable Comics was the originator of it. It was around from the mid two thousands to early two thousands, and they did Wolf Among Us, which was one hundred percent backed by the creator and everything. And it takes place. Gotcha. The events take place prior to the comic happening. Gotcha. Because there okay. are. It's funny because since it's kind of retroactively, they they wrote Wolf Among Us after there's mention of stuff in the comic that if you go to read the comics afterwards, you're like, Oh, I guess that's how they tied up that loose end and stuff. And there's certain characters that are in hiding or not around, which you kind of find out why through the game. So it's one of those things, even though it came way later, it retroactively kind of gave, gave, gave the comic a nice boost too. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. 
So yeah, yeah and no, I, it look it looks really good. I I'm I would like to play the first one because I really would like to play this because mm-hmm. it looks really good. Yes. So mm-hmm. now we can move on to our first Nintendo Direct of 2022. So oh yeah. So so Eric. I, I, I watch stuff on this. I did not watch the direct, but I watched like a coverage thing just to give me like bullet points and stuff like that. And I I was just like, they, they would not stop announcing stuff. And I'm like, man, right. there's a lot in this. There's a lot that they announced in there. So I will um, let you start where, wherever you want. Because I don't even know where I would want to even start. And this is more your realm. So I'd say yeah, something you, and you, you're going to be you, like... Oh, you yeah, have that's the full pointless. list. You have the full list of announcements, though. Right? Yes, I got a full yes, list cool. of announcements to the best of my I'm, knowledge. I'm, awesome, cool. I meant to pull one up before, and I I did not. But I mean, I, I know I'm going to forget a bunch of things. But I mean, it started right off the bat with um, a new Fire Emblem Warriors, and this one is based off of Three Houses, which mm-hmm. is the actual which is the Fire Emblem main game that came out on Switch uh, a few years ago. And it looks really good. I have that. I have that Fire Emblem. I have not played it yet, but uh, everyone was like, "It's really good." And then this looks kind of like a Hyrule Warriors yep. Age of Calamity, where it's sort of like a a somewhat canon sequel, or it's not like, "Oh, here's its own like random thing that's its own universe." Like it takes place in the same universe. So it looks really cool. Um, gosh, we and then of course the big announcement at the end was Xenoblade Chronicles Three which has been expected for a while now, but it looks really great. Uh, I have the first two on Switch. I, I played part of the first one when it came out on Wii a decade ago, and I got a couple hours in and just never got around to finishing it. So I would like to play through those two. Those are going to be part of my... Even before this was announced, they were kind of part of my games I want to try and get through this year because they well, both, I've heard, are just fantastic. So I'm, I want to get through them now even more because three looks really cool. Well, you got um, till September. Exactly. And even if it's like a little ways after that, it'll be good because I know both games like take a minimum of like if you just plow through and do nothing to the side, take like 70 hours a piece. So, um, which I know I basically put that into Pokemon at this point. But uh, but still, it's sort of like, OK, let's 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 put these into let's put the time into these and, uh, and get to it. So. Um, so, yeah, there's this that uh, we got Mario Strikers Battle League or was it Battle League. I can't remember, but it's like uh, the new Mario but, Strikers yeah, soccer League. game. Yep. Yeah. And so there's only been two Mario Strikers soccer games uh, prior to this. They came out on the GameCube and then the Wii. And people have wanted a new one for basically a decade. Mm-hmm. And this looks really great. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, really over the top special moves as we kind of expect from Mario sports games. But it kind of goes further where there's sort of like you can, you can win coins and money and stuff to get different pieces of gear, which will upgrade your stats. You can actually I, I like, like make that. custom characters. And me too. I saw that and I was like, that is really cool. And then you can go online with your friends and you can make leagues, uh, which is, I think is a really cool feature as well. So uh, it's another, you know, as someone who's not big into sports or even sports games, I do like the Mario sports games. And this one looks like a lot of fun. So I'll totally be getting that. And as a, speaking as a soccer ex-soccer well i guess i still could play soccer as somebody who played soccer at one point in their life and coached it as well um i'm excited for this like soccer is always yeah. fun and and the strikers games are one of those that, like it's it's over the top craziness yeah and uh weirdly enough will not be the last time we'll be talking about soccer technically <laughs> for this direct it's true because speaking of sports 
Uh, we got the uh, the long await. Everyone's been like, you know what? We, there needs to be a Wii, Wii Sports needs to happen again. So we are now getting Switch Sports. And it's basically a continuation of the Wii Sports games that everyone and their mother had. Literally everyone and their mother because everyone's parents were buying Switches. Yep. Um, and it's sort of like the next evolution of that. It's got... Uh, bowling and soccer and uh, a bunch of other games coming back and then of course this has the added benefit of having online and you can play with your friends and it just looks like a ton of fun and it's even getting an update in the fall where mm-hmm. you can uh where it has golf in so that's going to be a lot of fun uh in fact actually in a couple days as as of when this recording comes out um there is actually i think starting tomorrow because it'll be friday there's going to be a online test kind of like they do with splatoon and arms and a few other games to kind of test out the uh do a stress test on the servers so you're, you'll be able to go on download sort of a demo uh, version of the game and you can play all of the different sports try them out so that's going to be a lot of fun i'm absolutely going to be checking that out this weekend um going to be a lot of fun but that looked really cool i'm super excited about that i have lots of fun memories playing Mm-hmm. playing those games in fact my parents up until their switch died like a year ago whenever i go to visit them my dad be like hey let's 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 bowl and i was like okay so we'd fire up their wii from 2008 and we bowl so uh this will be a fun continuation of that but anyway there's still like a billion more announcements um, yeah oh no i, I did want to say say a few things the soccer on this um i i once again unfortunately due to the computer infestation that is epic games i now have rocket league available to me and uh i was like oh cool they're they're putting um the rocket league format in the soccer on the soccer version because it's it's rocket league's basically a soccer game but yeah no one calls it that yeah (laughs) and then the soccer game on there looks a lot more like rocket league because the goal is like gigantic and it's got like the whole like thing so i'm excited for that and i'm like this is something once again i think the original wii sports is great i will say this what's going on with the characters you can play as because those aren't me's well okay so here's the thing it was it was in the trailer and a lot of people seem to be overlooking this so in the main trailer it showed these sort of they looked almost like the uh the xbox 360 avatars what mm-hmm. were those called uh it looked a lot like those but when it when it showed the the two and I'm blanking on their names from Nintendo, the two guys playing, those were they were Mies. using Mies. They were okay. using Mies. So it seems like you can use Mies as well. So I don't know if it's sort of a special, if it's like an offline thing and then online you have these kind of other avatar characters or what. But I'm glad the Mies are there because those I always thought those Xbox characters kind of had a very generic look. I mean yeah. the Mies are so stylized, which is why I always thought those were cool. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Nintendo fan, but I was, or I was I, that was you, my one thing at first. I was like, you know, those look kind of like very generic. They're fine, but but they're kind of generic looking. But then as soon as I saw the Mies, I'm like, all right, there we go. You know, we keep saying Mies. Every time I hear that, I just hear the background music of just like a Nintendo. Yeah, it just instantly is like so ingrained into my head that that just immediately pops on into my head. I'm like, right, huh? Good job, <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, no, okay. I, I just wanted to point that out because I said, I mean, I saw those two, but I'm like, they're not really showing me's off and i'm like i feel like people would be more happy to see that but who knows i i yeah i personally would rather have the me's than these terrifying things that we have otherwise and yeah so i guess we'll find out this weekend when we when we can test it out i'm hoping that'll give us a, a glimpse of what we'll be able to do in there but i'm uh, very excited about that um gosh moving on what else was there okay so there's a so a couple square enix announcements first off chrono cross 
and Radical Dreamers are coming to mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch, which is awesome. And it's a sort of not a whole remake, but it's sort of a remaster with some up-resed um, yeah. character models and things like that. So that's coming. Uh, remastered soundtrack. I'm really excited because it, as the sequel to my favorite game of all time, I've actually never gotten to play it. So I'm very much excited to get a chance to finally play this game. It's coming out in April. Uh, and then Radical Dreamers, which was the Satellaview-only sort of text-based adventure, which is what eventually turned into Chrono Cross. That's never been released outside of Japan, so that'll be very cool to play. Another great part of Chrono history. Um, and then there is a Super NES, or a Super Famicom, I should say, RPG that Square made called Live Alive. Ah, it was never yes, released thank outside you. of Japan. I want to and, talk about this. I want to yes, talk about this. The, and it is being brought outside of Japan for the first time, but not just the straight port. It's using the Octopath Traveler uh, HD2D, HD 2D, yep. which it looks really awesome. Uh, I was so I've heard. I remember I've heard of this game in passing. I didn't really look much into it because it never got released. I'm like, oh, it's one of those things. I feel like will never get released outside of Japan, or you know, one day I'll find a, a ROM with a, a fan patch. But this looks really cool, and I've been watching some videos that were made prior to the announcement just talking about what the game is about and it sounds like a really cool game that i want to play but it looks awesome too like what they did with the hd 2d just looks fantastic the reason i wanted you to bring this up because if you weren't i was and i assumed the game was called live alive or <laughs> right, live, a lot of people, live, was, live a live <laughs> right <laughs> uh, everyone has has pronounced it either in fact this one video i watched online which is uh there's a channel called Bound, uh, bounty break is it? Am I getting my channels mixed up? Because there is a channel like that. No, region locked, and they talk about games that never made it out of Japan. Um, they were. This was from a couple of years ago. They were like, "Yes, this game's never been released, so we're calling it uh, Live Alive." Unless we get further confirmation until that direct, everyone that's everyone thought that's what it was. Um, my thing with this is because the the thing I was watching showed Chrono Cross, then this, and it instantly yeah. like. Like, neurons in my head immediately snapped into place. And I was like, oh my god. Because as somebody who's currently playing through Chrono Trigger, I immediately went, this is, this, this is what Chrono Trigger needs to look like. This, this would be a phenomenal, like, way to do it. And I think you've said that before. But like I said, it was just something about it. It clicked into place. And I'm like, I don't want a full remake of it. I want this. I, so. I, I, I've always said the, the, and I said this when I did this episode with secret levels and I probably mentioned it when you were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think the sprite work aged in Chrono Trigger very well and you couldn't really redo it without messing it up. So the only two ways I'd like to see a full remake are either full on Dragon Quest 11, where it looks like a Kiritoriyama style, like brought to life in sort of like a cartoony way or, in the HD 2D because it would look gorgeous. And I mean, we already have several original games in that style. We have this remake here. Uh, Dragon Quest three is being remade this way. So the next obvious game to be remade in this style and everyone online is like, all right, let's put the pieces together. Chrono Cross is coming out for the switch here in a couple months. HD 2D is clearly being used for a lot of different games, uh, new and remake. So everyone's sort of like going, putting pieces together, going, you know, Chrono Trigger is like the next very big, obvious game to take advantage of this. So mm. that's my that's my hope. That I, is my big hope. As somebody who pales in comparison to your liking of it, I am still enjoying my playthrough of it. Um, I, I like I said, those pieces, the neurons, whatever happened to my head, I was like, 
this this is this is what it needs. Yeah. Eric was right. Um, yeah. Only would, only so, so many times. Only so many times I get to scream that out loud, um, <laughs> randomly. Uh, um, you know, I was, I was about to say if you want to continue, I I, I do have the list and we're we're hit, hitting the points I wanted to. On cool, this, yeah, so. no, I that but that one looks really cool. That one is a game I'm I'm absolutely gonna pick up because it looks really cool. And then when I've actually listened to online and found reviews and stuff about it, I'm like, all right, this game looks like it's gonna be really cool. So totally picking that up. Uh, start going down the list because I know there's there were some other uh, now. Oh, there, there's there's okay there were updates too for games you know that are coming out like uh we got the 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 confirmation of the return of salmon run and splatoon 3 which mm-hmm. looks really cool um we got kind of a final trailer for kirby and the forgotten land where kirby terrifying is, is like he's stretching himself out over cars and fans and water in fact i was watching someone someone's live reaction to the thing and it was like this is where all the kirby fetishes finally pay. <laughs> like kirby fetishes pay off after all these years there was the one where he like sucked in all this water and was like a big blob going around and go yep there it is <laughs> I, I i mean kirby it's it's one of those things that the, the thing i was watching was comparing it to the mario odyssey and they're like mario odyssey sort of stole kirby's whole gimmick of taking powers and stuff like that and with throwing the hat, so it's like, well, of course, the game he Kirby's gonna be featured in looks a lot like Odyssey because right, it's, yeah, they're very similar to each other. Abs- the, the, absolutely, the, the car I think was the most terrifying thing out of all of them. It is, it is hilarious, and I'm, I am, I'm so here for that. Like, I'm very excited. I, I like Kirby games. They're not always the hardest games, but they're always fun. They're always very charming. But this looks like a blast. I'm super excited for for the Kirby and the Forgotten Land to come out in March. Uh, it's probably one of those games I'll take the day off of work so I can play it because that's going to be a, a lot of fun. Um, the big thing, and it's long overdue, but uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Oh, is I wanted to save DLC. that. <laughs> we can say, okay, we can put we can put a pin in that if you want. No, no, no. We, we, we it, it's, it's, it's been brought up. We, we might as well just talk about it now. All right. So, yeah, so Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is already a remake of the Wii U, or the, yeah, the Wii U Mario Kart 8, which came out in 2014 um or 13 i can't remember uh it is getting a dlc pass of 48 tracks that is it seems like they're all going to be coming from previous mario karts but remade and remastered in hd uh, and that's everything from super mario or from yeah super mario kart and the super nes up through all the console ones plus the mario kart tour mobile game mm-hmm. which i hate playing that game because steering with um your phone sucks horribly, but there are some really cool course designs. And I've actually always been like, Oh man, I really wish that I could play some of these courses, the actual good Mario Kart, And it seems like we'll be able to. So yes, uh, the first cup is coming out in March or April. I can't remember. March 18th. I think it's March. Yeah. I was going to say it was mid March. Um, and it will have eight courses. That's two cups with four cups with four courses each. Mm-hmm. And then there are six total coming out through the end of 2022 three so if you so it's 25 bucks to buy it or if you have the nintendo switch online expansion pack uh then you get that dlc included kind of like with the animal crossing happy home paradise so So i have that so uh, it's the wii coconut mall so so we got one from the wii um coco mountain kuka mountain uh yeah 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 Uh, tour tokyo blur which is the one that you were mentioning from the mobile yep and uh what's the last well i mean there's i i it's it's playing through them right now on the thing i'm just seeing where all these are coming from too to see if there's any oh it doesn't get okay i okay so my thing is this 
I do not have the the online expansion yet. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to. I think I'm renewing. It's 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 up for renewal probably by the day this episode comes out. Time this episode comes out. <laughs> so do I re renew my family pass and just buy the content separately that I want for things here and there, or do I renew with the substantially increased price for the family for everybody? Yeah. So and it's and it's making it more worth it is the thing. Nah. There and and and, I've, and I said before when we talked about this when it was first revealed, I, I think they're going to be adding more things to make that extra fifty, or that extra price increase because it's not an extra fifty, but um, worth your while. And so far for me, like I've gotten more than my money's worth out of it just from Animal Crossing alone. I ha- like I have not really touched Genesis or N sixty four games much, but I have definitely put in my time with Animal Crossing. I'm definitely going to put in my time with Mario Kart. I definitely think they're going to start throughout the year they're going to be adding more things that are like either a you can pay for it or it's included or it's exclusive i think that we're going to start at some point maybe saying like an e3 there might be an announcement of like hey you can play this game exclusively if you have the nso uh, expansion pack so this for me is totally worth it all right i like i said i'm i'm on board for it i just like i said it's just all a matter of when it when's the tipping point for me to where it's like I'm losing money by not getting this, <laughs> and I think it's coming up very quickly. Maybe I have to make a decision this week. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I always like Mario Kart. I always feel I need to play it more than I do, and this is a great. And and I don't know if this is like the record for like the longest the game's gone with to randomly have DLC added to it. But if I I'm also- trying to think because. I'm trying to, I mean, I know there have been some, but like, I, I, I come back to, um, I mean, it's been longer than that actually. Cause I mean, it was five, it was, it was, it was the month after the, the switch came out in March of 2017 and it was the end of April that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came out. So, I mean, we're almost at the five year mark for this game. I was saying it should have had paid DLC years ago. I mean, everyone yeah. was, it wasn't just me. Everyone for years has been like, oh my God, please just give us some, some DLC some courses, because some new characters. I swear that they, I think that still holds the record for like most sold game. Yeah, it's for, still it's yeah. still it is still the top Switch game. Everyone we, kept thinking Animal Crossing was going to overtake it, and then they just Pokemon. had numbers, sales numbers came up. Yeah, Pokemon po- has still not done it anything like that. It's yep. crazy. It's it's Mario Kart. It's a very evergreen title. Yeah, it, it is, and it's something like I said that you can easily go back to, and them adding stuff to it is amazing. Speaking of adding stuff, Metroid Dread free update. Yep. Dread mode and rookie mode. It's like the ease, like we can make the game super easy or we can make it super, super hard. hard. Um, <laughs> I, I just need an arrow telling me where to go next. Like like a very distinct go here. Right. <laughs> idiot. Um, but no, I mean, that, that's exciting. We're also getting a free uh, boss rush mode, which I guess could come in handy for that dread mode if you need to work on your boss battle. Yeah. Uh, other stuff that was announced. Earthbound, Earthbound begins. Will That'll be, be cool. That's, 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 it's out now on the Nintendo Switch Online NES and Super NES. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask the dumb things. question. Earthbound is the game, right? That's the one? Because it's it, that's Earth, the one that's Earth, Mother yes. 2. Yes, Earthbound okay. is Mother 2 in Japan. Okay. I'm just – because I keep on thinking it's something else. And I'm like, is that the game that everyone needs to play? And that's super weird, and everyone loves it. <laughs> yes, oh. it is that one. I I have I had it on the Wii U. I got it on the Virtual Console, and I made it a few hours in, and it was a lot of fun. But it, it was it was weird. It was it's very dated. There's a lot of dated stuff in it. But is it's that... one of those I will 
I will go back and play at some point. Is that one on the Super NES pack? I mean, thing? That Super yes. NES? Yeah, okay. I was like, I swear I have yes. a copy of it somewhere. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's yeah. probably where. Yeah. Uh, Portal 1 and 2 will be coming to the Switch. Yes, that's, that'd be cool. Uh, Portal 2 has, I think, some of the best comedy in games. Um, phenomenal. Love it. Uh, one of the, my favorite quotes is from, I think it's Portal 1, is uh, Gladys at one point says, look at you soaring through the sky like an eagle piloting a blimp. <laughs> so it's 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 dumb humor, and um, Cave Johnson's great in, yeah. in Portal 2. So if, if you've never played those, that's definitely a great opportunity to get into those. Another game coming to the Switch for whatever reason, I don't know. Star Wars Force Unleashed. Yes. I, yes. I don't understand that, but cool, let's do it. Yeah. Um. Oh, and it's the port of the Wii version, which is even more interesting and a head scratcher. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember, I remember when all the when that came out. And of course, it came out on the Wii compared to the 360 and PS3, which so it was you know much much worse graphics, but it had the addition of the motion controls. So I don't. Awesome. So it's weird. I'm like, I'm like, why don't they just like add in the motion controls to the higher res versions? But yeah, whatever. I, I mean, they they also <laughs> I think that one had the like versus mode where the where the other ones yeah. did not. Yeah. Um, Disney Speedstorm Racing. Moving on, because just I. Okay, if you want to talk about it, go ahead. I could blindly be as indifferent and care less about this as I possibly could. It's one of those where it's free to play. I was like, okay, whatever. But then it's like free to play. I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool because Asphalt 9 is actually really – I think that was the same developers. Is that the free to – because there's another free to play racing game similar to that on the Switch. And I played it for a while, and it was actually a lot of fun. And I can't remember if it was the same one or not. I'm going to – maybe it was one of the Asphalt games. I don't know. Either way, it's a lot of fun. Um really cool so i'll check it out it's free i'll probably check it out i'll probably do a few races and be like oh, okay this is cool and then like a week later be like all right For, forget it so. forget it exist um yeah so speaking of disney kingdom hearts uh i know that there is some stuff with that but my question to you is this it snuck its way onto the switch out of nowhere have you bought it yet no or, or is it because it's 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 out it's all the cloud versions everyone's like it's they're actually really poorly done especially because the first two have no reason to be cloud versions they could easily run on the switch so they're like if you can find any other way to play these games play them if you can't wait until you can find a point (laughs) wait until you can find another way to play them so okay i will probably hold off i just wondering because i was like oh cool and i didn't know they were that version so moving on assassin's creed Ezio collection is awesome assassin's creed randomly appearing on the switch um Ezio collection is a great one uh first two games are good so um assassin's creed 2 and brotherhood and i guess you could play the the, the third one in that series if you want to but why would you do that because <laughs> only the first two are good um and i okay so i i i i got my my last thing so i i got my my last thing that raised an eyebrow for me but i want to know what else do you got eric because because I, I think we're, we're we're coming down to the to the nitty gritty of this. Yeah, the, uh, the last one that really came out of nowhere, and I'm 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 excited to probably pick it up finally, and that's No Man's Sky. And there it is. That's the one that when I saw that, my eyebrow went up, and I'm like, interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As somebody who bought No Man's Sky day one for PlayStation, and did not, I did not give up on that game for a while. Yeah. I was like, it's going to get good. And then I eventually I did. And now 
years later, I have gone back to it because they've done so much for that game and finally made it something worth playing instead of the yeah. blondness that it was. I And I'm like, coming out for the Switch is cool because we're going to see, you know, how big it re- the following is. Because I think a lot of yeah. people, this will be their first opportunity to get their hands on it. Yeah. No, it, it's one that's always intrigued me. And I remember not even having something that could play it when it came out, being disappointed because I was like, oh, this seems like it had so much promise to it. But then knowing all the stuff that they have done and just seeing over the years what they have added to it to actually make it a lot of fun got me excited. And I was like, one day I want to be able to play this. I'll get I'll get a system or a computer or whatever they can play. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, cool. Now I can. Guess what? You don't need to worry about that. Um, yep. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, there's a few other announcements I'm sure we didn't cover. But, I mean, they announced a lot with this. So I am, I am just – yeah. Like I said, nor- normally when you're like, "Hey, there's a there, there's a Nintendo Direct," I'm like, "Uh, cool." And now it's like, "Oh my god, there's a lot of stuff coming out yeah, for this, like, lot. like stuff I wasn't and, expecting too." And I think this is going to probably be the big. <laughs> There'll be some smaller announcements, but I think this will be this. I mean, and, and there was enough in here to tide us over until E3. So, um, you know, the kind of the two big omitted things that we know about are Breath of the Wild 2 mm-hmm. and uh, the next Mario and Rabbids. I think those are going to be big focuses this E3. So, um, but I think we have plenty to do. And the other big omission, and I think unless you have anything else, this might be a good segue. There has, you know, a lot of people were like, where's Pokemon? Pokemon tend to do their own separate uh, Pokemon Presents things, usually a week or two after um direct so i would say in the next week or two we will probably get our next look at what's coming up for pokemon speaking of pokemons <laughs> uh speaking of the pokemon so a i guess uh, see if i can do this properly um a experiment in the world of pokemon one only releasing one game as opposed to two different versions of the same game um has has taken place with legends are chaos or Arceus or whatever the, whatever the proper, I, I feel like I just need to pronounce Arceus. it as improperly as possible, but um, I have gotten it. I've played it paling in comparison to Eric's playtime, but still mm-hmm. I have put in some time to it. And my thing I've so far, like I said, I put in probably about 10 hours, which yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure to you, 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 you are looking down on me going pathetic. Um, but I, I put my time and I'm, I'm impressed with it, but I feel like it's a time sink to an extent. It's still good. It's just like, there's a lot to do if you want to complete the Pokedex. Cause now it's not just catch a Pokemon. It's catch a Pokemon and use it for like the next hour and a half. Yes. So that's, that's what I take away from it. It changes up the, the, the whole goal. It's changes up while keeping the same but the stuff it changes is so interesting and it's like this this has become something to where now these pokemon that i'm just getting to fill out a pokedex i have to actually utilize them instead of just up oh, god i'm going to a box yep. never going to talk to you again absolutely that is the biggest thing you have to actually if you because the pokedex has always been divided into seen and caught now it's seen caught and like completed Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do every single thing on those cards, but there's a certain number of things you have to do to level it up to a certain um, thing. And that involves both seeing, catching, interacting with in the wild, but also using in battle if you want to try different things. Like it, like every Pokemon has like seen in the wild, 
mm-hmm. and never caught caught and then there's things like use this move in battle so you like have to use it or it's like been defeated by this type of move like it's a bug type pokemon and it's like defeat it with a fire type move uh so like that's the thing but then sometimes it'll be like scared it off with a a fire bang or whatever the things are you can like throw down like startle pokemon away um so you have to like encounter them and not fight them or catch them but you have to like actually go and try and scare them away um there's a whole variety of things you have to do if you want to truly complete the pokedex and yeah it actually involves you um using pokemon because you're right i as someone who likes i like the collecting aspect i have on pokemon home i have my living pokedex where i have almost i'm I'm behind on some of the short the expansion pokemon from sword and shield but i have basically every pokemon one of every ones sitting there just to say i have all of them but this one's like i mean most of them the majority of them i've never you had in my party even like i've caught them and then they go into the bank and they sit there to look pretty um but they sit there with xp share until they evolve to exactly click off all the boxes and you chuck <laughs> exactly. them exactly so yeah this is um so this is like a whole new uh way of actually and i think it's kind of fun because it's sort of like it, it's it, it, it kind of gets you out of your comfort zone and you kind of get a feel for these pokemon mm-hmm. that you might not normally have used so honestly going forward it kind of gives people like oh hey i really enjoyed that little bit of time i got to spend with this pokemon it was actually really cool so maybe this next game i'll use that pokemon or this pokemon that's similar to that pokemon that i might not have used before because they looked weird or i just was like oh i'm gonna use charizard again because everyone fucking loves charizard oops you have to you can censor that but everyone loves charizard so. as as the most recent terminal montage pointed out yes char everyone loves pikachu <laughs> not charizard by the way i'm not not that they need that is a great the the um the Gigantamax. God, that is a yeah. great terminal montage. Thank that you so much general, for, for introducing amazing. me to that, by the way. It's, it's so good. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they keep doing these like scientific breakdown battles of the like, and it was Gigantamax. And oh my God, it, it was perfect. But the perfect part of it was the end where it had the whole speech of, you know, the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I see it? Yes. 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 <laughs> um just 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 great stuff and i mean i i was like dang i'm going to play pokemon now after watching this uh yeah. no i mean like, like i said i've i've been in, as much as i say this is a time sink it's something that's going to take a lot of time it's take that as a it's not a negative me saying that it's just me realizing there's like it used to be you complete the Pokedex. Now it's like, no, you complete the Pokedex. You complete it. Yeah, you have to put in the effort of going around and actually researching and doing stuff. Uh, also, the introduction of it's strong and agility attack. Yes. Yeah, which is interesting because it's the whole, not only do you have, oh, fire type. I mean, uh, grass type is weakened by fire type. It's like, actually, you could go even one better and be like, oh, well, I could use the agility, and, it, and it's one of those risk-reward situations. Yeah, the, the agility is weaker, but you can also get off another attack. Mm-hmm. Or if you go strong, you might lose a turn, but if you're confident enough, you can finish a battle that you might have taken a couple moves, you can finish it in one move if you want. Yes, and also, you're vulnerable out in the wild, too. Yeah, not as, your Pokemon, as the character. You. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I, I had all my Pokemon faint one time. I'm like, well, here I go to back to... Why am I still standing there? 
Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I immediately was like, huh? Why am I still? Uh oh. <laughs> so no, it it is it is super interesting, and it's cool because I think it took something from the last game. I mean, the last game, as in Pokemon Sword and Shield, not the other one. Um, it took something from that that I think everybody purely enjoyed. And that was that open world, like the the the, the big area and kind the of wild area, yeah, the wild yeah. area. There we go, and kind of utilized it into this. And it's it's really cool when you see the Pokemon out and about because I remember one time I was sitting there and I was like, I swore I just saw an Eevee, and I went to go try to see if I could find like get to where it was, and I obviously ran, and I was like, well, that wasn't the thing to do. So I never I never confirmed if it was an Eevee or not. So. Yeah. And it's cool because, like I said, you get to see stuff out there. I don't know how it works with the um, – I, I heard that it works with the shinies still. Yes, you can see shinies in the overworld, which is really cool. Have have you have you found any yet? Oh, I have like six shinies. I, it's, it's, ama- it's definitely the Pokemon game where I have found – so there's one quest that where you, you get a guaranteed shiny. I won't oh. say what it is for people who haven't played, but there's one you get it pretty early on. It's a Pikachu. But there are, but there are, um, you can be like flying or swimming or like kind of off in the distance, and you can like see a little sparkle happen and then hear a little chime. So you can see it from a good ways off. And apparently, it's even like once you go to an area, the shiny is determined. It's not like a random like here it is. Like so, you can actually. So if there's a shiny, you can like fly around and keep an eye out for one. Um, but also there is this new thing called outbreak battles where or outbreaks, not just battles, but there will be an area where you'll see a particular Pokemon's uh, icon on the map screen. And there will be a huge amount of those Pokemon that will spring up maybe like a dozen or so, give or take. And they just start appearing. You can fight them. You can catch them um, kind of in rapid succession. And those have a high chance of getting um having shinies appear it's like a one in two thousand something chance as opposed to like a one in four thousand something chance but i've caught several that way and then i've caught several just out in the wild so um yeah it's been really cool in fact i'm actually using uh from gen 2 uh i caught a shiny barboach which evolves into a whiskash which is a goofy looking uh catfish pokemon mm-hmm. and i'm like i've never had a shiny on my actual party in a playthrough so i'm going to use it and uh she has come in clutch She's nice. a very cool Pokemon. So yeah, I've been I've been using using her. Um, but yeah, the shiny chances definitely. But it's weird because some people still are like, I still have yet to see a shiny, and yet I have. In fact, I'm going to talk to a woman right now. Um, I have uh, one, two, three, four, five. I have six shinies right now. Oh, also, uh, speaking of talking to a woman, you get quests and stuff. Like yeah. you as a character level up and stuff as well, which I find that phenomenally interesting and also it's like oh go get you know i want to see this pokemon okay i'll go catch it or it's like i have it here look at it yeah like it's some are some are really cool and they're like very easy to do like sometimes someone's giving me a quest and i'm like i talk to him again and it's and it's done yeah. but then other times it's more like they actually really make you work for it like there are badoofs going around town and like you have to like and they're like causing mischief so you actually have to go hunt them down and and find them to stop them from causing mischief. So some of them, they make you work for. So it's a good mixture of like things you can very easily complete and then things that might take you a while to do or to find. 
Well, also another thing with it too is the the crafting system where that's how you make pokeballs is I think really cool too. Like it's yeah. it's, a, it's it's a different thing. So it's like you, can you sp- I you know I haven't even tried to see if I can buy because you you can buy pokeballs. Yes, but it's like you can why? buy them. I, well, and I just did that earlier. Like so, basically, when I go out and I'm just like kind of walking around, anytime I see the apricorn trees i try to get those anytime i see mineral deposits i try to get that iron i need to get that because those are like the components that start mm-hmm. making like better pokeballs but sometimes you think you have a ton but then you'll be like oh i can only make like five so like earlier i thought i had a bunch of stuff to make pokeballs but i only are ultra balls but i only had like enough to make like five and i just gone through a bunch so i walked over to the guy and of course i'm at a point where i actually have a somewhat decent amount of money so I was able to just kind of be like, hey, I would like to buy 30 Ultra Balls, and I was able to. So that'll keep me going for, for now. Um, so then when I go out, I, I know that I'm like, okay, I'm mentally making it. I'm like, all right, I can go get the things that I need to make them. So then I can start crafting them and then kind of be on my way. So it's good to be able to have them if you need them at a moment's notice. Like if you're, if you're low and you just happen to not have the materials on you, then uh, it's good to buy, but it gives you that both of those options, which is, it's, it's a good thing to have. So my, my question to you is this with this one, what was your starter Pokemon? Uh, Rowlet. I always go grass. Ah, uh, I went Cyndaquil, which also interesting. I love Cyndaquil. Yeah. Also interesting Cynd- thing. Mixed types when they're at their final evolution. Yes. They have new regional, uh, variants for the final forms mm-hmm. uh and i like cynical cynical is my because I, I like all the grass starters but cynical is my favorite non-grass starter pokemon i almost went with cynical just to have to kind of switch it up but i decided to stick with rowlet because i do like rowlet mm-hmm. probably my favorite non-venusaurian uh grass starter so uh and i like his fight his his new form is really cool so yeah. i yeah. i was just like i was looking i was like eh, no, eh, and <laughs> i was like oh, let me look at what they finally evolve into because i can't remember i'm like eh, i'm gonna go cynical um, I, I I started with it's Piplup. I know I started with that one in whatever the original game that in, was from. Uh, Gen 4, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I almost, I was like, eh, I kind of want to see what Cyndaquil looks like. So I went with Cyndaquil, and, and yeah. Um, okay, so you have obviously devoted more time into this. Um, yes. Yay or nay on this, and I, I guess 1 out of 10, 1 out of 5, whatever rating you, whatever weird rating you want to give it. Yeah, um, I I absolutely love it. I have talked to I know there are a mixture of people who have been playing Pokemon continuously for years and people who have either never played a Pokemon game or haven't played in a long time playing this game. And everyone has basically been some level of like, oh, it's really good to like, wow, this is amazing for me. Honestly, I give it like a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. I am having a blast with it. Uh, I think there's I think being the first game the first Pokemon game to do something this drastically different. I think they got a really good start, but I think there's a lot more they can do. And um, I think there are ways they can refine, they can improve. Uh, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything, but I know there, I, there are little things here and there when I'm in the wild where I'm like, oh man, I really wish that they could do this or that, but it's not been like game breaking. And honestly, for someone who who is not a graphic snob, it could definitely use... A little bit of a polish up and i understand why they probably went with maybe not the best textures and stuff because being kind of a big continuous open world and kind of having to as seamlessly as they're able to switch between 
exploring and then all of a sudden being in a turn-based battle like it's pretty seamless and i think if it was too detailed it would be maybe a little too taxing on the switch yeah. uh so i'm 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 thinking going forward because nintendo is really good at optimization and stuff and i know that if what i heard was correct uh the breath of the wild team and the xenoblade team kind of helped with some and of the I um, swear open worldness that, i swear the guy like when he's running or jumping i swear it sounds like link it does. There, there are some sound effects that are right out of like when you pull, when you pick up uh, different like materials and stuff. That that sound effect is in. I think Breath of the Wild. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I, I was I like, is, are, that, is think, that just me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think, that, but I think there. Are, I think they can probably. You know, is this going to be the exact future? Are we going to go back to doing? Is was this kind of a one-off thing? Are we going to kind of have the whole two? Because it wasn't like they just called this Pokemon Legends. They called it Pokemon Legends Arceus. And I think they're doing that. So going forward, people won't be like, oh, I'm Pokemon Legends 1 as opposed to Pokemon Legends Mewtwo uh, or whatever they do. I don't think they'll be like, oh, hey, we're just referring to this as Pokemon Legends 1. Like, I think they specifically are starting kind of a sub-series. Now going forward, are the main se- you know, will this be the main series? Will this be the route it takes? Because I know this is going to have compatibility with like Pokemon Home and other games that are in the main series but it makes you wonder you know if they continue on with a separate mainline quote-unquote mainline series will that be open world like this because it's going to be really really hard to go back to the old term way yeah i i think that they're going to do a hybrid going forward i think that due to the success they're going to probably hybrid it and I think they can actually very much do that. Like, I think they can give you your starter town. And really, I, I've seen some people online make some good suggestions for it. They're like, hey, make it so you're going around and you can be attacked and you're throwing Pokeballs directly and use a similar system. But then, you know, do it sort of like, you know, you've got your starter town, but then whatever town you get to, whichever way you go, you, you'll you have the, the Pokemon that are way too strong and you need to avoid. But then... You'll also have like kind of Pokemon, no matter which direction you go, and whichever gym you get to first, whatever town you get to first, and you get to that gym, that Pokemon train or that Pokemon gym leader will be um, he'll be leveled accordingly. So if you made it to this town that had a grass type gym yeah. first, it will be it'll use its easier type. But then if once you get that badge, all the other gems will kind of level up a bit. And then whichever one you get to next, if, the, if you get to the fire one next, that won't be so next. Make if it, you were to get to make yeah. it more the, truly open world as opposed to the yeah. open-esque linear. Because Pokemon has been going a little bit more open world, but it's also very much like you're you're kind of blindered into, yeah. oh yeah, there is this stuff over here, but you're not doing that yet. Yeah. So I think that, um, I think that it, it going forward whether this is the true future or they're going to come back to the whole like two different versions i think it's going to be real i especially with everyone online just absolutely i mean it's gotten i was cautiously optimistic i was like i want this to be good but they could go really bad with it and then when the reviews came out i was so relieved and then when i played it it was relieved and then as i've seen all these other people you know returning new and longtime pokemon fans really getting into it i think they've really struck a good chord on something and i'm really hoping they're going to take this to heart and be like you know what this is this is the future of the pokemon series let's continue on with this whether it's a two system thing one thing whatever i think this is this is the way to go because it's so much fun 
I'm 63 hours in, and I am still working on post game stuff. Like I rolled credits about 10, 15 hours ago, but I'm there's so I've, much I've stuff post game. I haven't even. Yeah, I've heard that roll credits is like, oh, cool. It's like the midpoint of the yeah. game. <laughs> I also, and this, there's a little bit of a spoiler here, but I'll be as vague as I can. Uh, so if you don't want to know this, skip ahead or whatever. But okay, so in the post game, there are a bunch of legendary Pokemon you have to encounter and and uh, catch and capture. There is Cresselia, who's this sort of like kind of looks like a a crescent moon kind of Pokemon, and it is in this sort of little like valley or not even like a valley, like a cove with some some ruins. And most of the other Pokemon that you have to catch, you have to like go through a cave door or something like that to get to him. And there's someone in the way that you talk to who's like, oh, yes, catch this Pokemon. You can get to Cresselia without talking to that person, which I did. I was just around exploring the mountains and I just ended up there. I was like, oh, I'm here. I'll catch this this Pokemon. So in addition to getting the Pokemon, you're supposed to get these plates that are that are the different that are based on the different types, which eventually get you to Arceus. And I did the Pokemon battle, and as I was leaving that area, the person I was supposed to talk to was standing out front. So I started talking to them, and it went to a cutscene. It was like, catch the Pokemon for me, which I had already done. So I went to go talk to him again, and it did the same dialogue of catch that Pokemon for me. And I'm like, well, do I have to have it in my party? Nope. I brought it in my party. I even threw it out so it was just sitting there next to him. And he's like, catch that Pokemon. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so... Because, so apparently that was a glitch that was added in in an update because previously people were doing that and they were able to catch two of them. So they oh. were like, oh, let's fix it. But So basically the game had soft-locked because I had already caught the Pokemon, so it was not registering that I had caught it because I hadn't spoken to this guy first. So I was like, I can't actually proceed because I can't get this other item too. Uh, so I was like, well, this is bull. And apparently it wasn't just me. A lot of people were having this issue online. So I was like, well... I guess I'll just work on my Pokedex and side quests until they release a patch. So there is actually a way you can pull up um, previous save data from beyond your last save. Because I had saved it. If, you hit, if you're on the main menu, you hit up and B and X. It will let you pull up like an earlier save. And I was like, I feel like I've saved too many times. But let's try it out. And this was like the next day. Pulled it up. It put me to right before that battle. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. So I immediately ran, talked to that guy. Then I got Cresselia. I got it. I was able to proceed. Um, so I lucked out on that, that I hadn't saved too much, but some people had. Mm. So I'm hoping there's going to be a patch. So be forewarned, if you're playing, you're in the post game and you get Cresselia, make sure you talk to Melly. He's an asshole throughout the entire game, and he still is in this one. Talk to him as much as you want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I, I don't feel it's a Pokemon game unless I want to punch one of the characters in the face. Exactly. He is, he's, the ba- he's a bastard. There's several of them, but He's one of them. I was about to say, it was your rival kid in the last one, too. The, yeah. Yeah, it was just like, dude, shut up. Um, <laughs> like, I was like, where's the ignore button? Can I, can I just not have him be a part just of this smash, anymore? Just smashing the B button. Uh, no, I mean, like, okay, so my breakdown of this, and Eric, you gave it, what, nine? Did you say nine yeah. out of ten? All right. Yeah. I, I'm giving it, at this time... Seven Pokeballs out of ten. And the only reason I'm giving a lower score at the moment is because I need to, to put more time into it because I'm trying to grasp the whole, like, it's... The, the, the concept of spending more of the time with Pokemon, I'm like, I don't give a crap. I caught it. Just, just give me the Pokedex entry. I'm like, oh, wait, I gotta do more. 
I'm I'm getting over that butt hurtness I have right now. <laughs> it's a good game still. It's just I'm a little annoyed because I'm like I don't want to use this stupid we- whatever the one um it's whatever the bug type is that you get early on the weedle. Mm. It's that I'm like I don't want to use this anymore, but. It's, it's starting to grow on me more. And like I said, I'm sure by the end of this, I'll have a much higher score of it. At the yeah, time, cool. though, I'm just irritated at the, like, I I, I went, went into this and it's like, just catch the Pokemon. And now it's like, catch the Pokemon and find out everything you can about them. Well, and the good thing is, to get that perfect, quote-unquote, uh, perfect Pokedex entry, you don't have to do every single thing. As long as you've hit, like, if you look in the bottom right corner like it has like a like when it gets to a, a 10 a little pokeball icon will appear you don't have to complete everything like there's some pokemon oh. who like i basically just caught a bunch of things because they've had outbreaks and all of a sudden i'm like why do i have this pokemon at a level 10 i haven't even used it yet and it's like oh because i caught a bunch of them and see this is stuff that like i i, I might have blown through at a t- also minor complaint minor gripe but this is every pokemon game i think everyone can say it the tutorial section is way too long um but the, I think that's I a like lot of this Pokemon. one. I feel like this one needed it a little bit. Yeah, I do agree. Most of the time they do. Sword and Shield was good because it actually let you skip a lot of things. Like, do you know what a Pokemon is? It's like, yes, cool. Then I won't spend the next 45 minutes explaining what a Pokemon is. I think this one probably needed a little bit more of one because it's such a new thing. Like, as someone who's played open world games and stuff like that, I'm glad I had it because I needed that time to like get used to the throwing mechanic and the battling and stuff like that to, as compared to a previous Pokemon game. So I get what you're saying. I, I think that it was kind of needed just to be on the safe side because there are some people like I have some friends who are playing and they're still asking questions where I'm just like, Oh my God, that's so obvious. I'm like, Nope, I have to understand that. Like I, I know this stuff, but I think they need it for people who aren't as familiar or, um, like I know almost by heart, like the the typing chart to what I should yeah. use and not use in battle. But there are some people who like, like don't pay attention to that, and they're like, "Oh my god, you know, I've been using a fire type against a water type the whole time. Oh, I didn't know that was going to be a weakness. Yeah. I thought I was just hitting it." With... I think those things are there. Like we know that stuff, but some people don't, or they're not as familiar with it. So I think it's good to have, and it's sort of like, but but as they did it with Sword and Shield, I think going forward they can also very easily. Um, have you played a Pokemon game? Do you like yeah, like yes. it's it's something where they ask, "Do you know what Pokemon are?" And then there's like a little bracketed thing that says, "Have you played a Pokemon game once before?" Yeah. And if you hit yes, they're like, "Oh, cool! I don't like." I like I said, it's not bad, and I probably skipped some significant stuff. I probably should have been paying attention to. So I like I said, I I see this game going up as, as like this is just my at the moment ten hours into it. I'm impressed with it, but I have my like uh moments with it, and it's just something like I'm I'm sure thirty hours in I'll probably be like oh yeah this is a total eight out of ten, but forty hours in nine out of ten definitely loved it like it's one of those things I feel the more time I'm spending with it the more I'm starting to fall more in love with it because it's so different from how the because older Pokemon games were paint by numbers to an extent there's a there's a new gimmick but it's the Oh, you're going to go on a Pokemon adventure. Oh, collect them all. Oh, go defeat a gym master. Oh, no typing stuff. Bah, 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 bah. So it's one of those things that this doesn't have that. So it's kind of like, oh, I don't like change. Yeah. So yeah, it, it definitely is getting getting used to things. But um, but I think it's a good a good getting used to. And yeah. um, and I think and here's another good thing, too. Like, as, as much as I still have to do, I'm still 
I got to a part in, and this is something I love because I have not gotten to this in a Pokemon point in a Pokemon game in a very, very long time. I actually, my party right now is currently in the low to mid seventies in terms of level. I am not strong enough to do the next part. I have to work on leveling See, up my main team. That's cool. That's something that later on I that will that will get me to where I'm putting it up. Yeah, I got my ass handed to me twice at this one battle, and I was just straight up was like, "Cool, I actually can't proceed with this with this post game story because I am actually not strong enough." So I am like, I need to level up. I need to make sure I'm properly equipped with items but then i also because there's another cool thing that i hope about this it's not like your pokemon has four moves you want to learn this new one you got to choose what you want to get rid of now it's like oh you can actually just it's it's like having weapons and armor that you can swap out mm -hmm. as the situation is is needed like in, in other rpgs which is really cool I like so that. you can actually have your party just armed with just this huge arsenal of moves you still only have access to four in battle but it's really cool so like so like going in like i, I know what i'm gonna need like okay I didn't have like this type of move would have been really good against this Pokemon, but I didn't have much of that. In but now I'm I know I can go through my party and I can be like, hey, let's give you this kind of move. Let's give you this kind of move. Let's do this. Let's do that. So yes, I actually have to go back and like level up my Pokemon party at least another five to ten levels each to be able to probably even think about tackling this next thing. So uh, I'm very excited to to do that. And I again, it's been. Probably since I played um, uh, Gold and Silver because of the final, the post game where you get to go to um, Kanto and you fight Red from the first game and his party is like really high level and you have to be really high level to fight him. It's like the equivalent of that. Like you have to be high level to continue on. So uh, final thing for this, and I think we kind of already touched on it. So I just wanted yeah. confirmation on it. Uh if this series were to continue, the Legend series, in this same type of gameplay, uh, what would be the next one in your opinion? What would you – where, where, where would you want to see next? So two things I think would be cool. Um, I think that a um, Pokemon Legends Lugia or Ho-Oh, which were the legendaries from Gen 2, which I was just talking about, would be cool. That game is one that actually talks a lot about the past and past events. Like there's a tower – that had a big fire in it and it talks about these three Pokemon who died, but then were revived as the three legendary dogs. That would be a cool piece of Pokemon lore to actually see happen and be like, Oh my God, here's this thing that we've known about for two decades, this story. It's cool. It'd be cool to actually see that happen and see it. you know, if you go back in time, um, I think that would be really cool. The other thing I think would be really cool would be that the Pokemon legends that's set in the future. Ooh. Um, I think now that we, we, I think some having some set in the the past are really cool. Having some set in the future would be cool. Like either give it a straight up just futuristic look, or like maybe like a big cataclysm has happened, and there's sort of like a big, almost like a, a nuclear wasteland ish look, and you're fighting like almost like mutant forms of Pokemon, uh, or maybe like some Pokemon have died, and you get fossil forms of Pokemon that were alive in the present. Um, I think that's that'd be a really cool. cool thing to to do. So I don't know where it's going to go. I think there are a lot of things they can do with this, and uh, I'm really excited. There is, and one other thing I was going to mention is there are there is more that is going to happen. I'm pretty sure there was. So back in October, there was a leak that was going around that someone was like, "I've got inside information." Everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Well, the other day, someone pulled that tweet back up, 
everything on that list happened except for one thing and that is after launch there will be dlc so i think that there will be dlc i think it's gonna probably give us some more pokemon maybe some more regional variants uh that are new to the game and then maybe a new area to explore and probably some more story stuff so i am absolutely here for that i totally am down to play uh some more of this game so yes bring on the dlc if it's 20 bucks if it's 30 bucks i'm gonna buy it or just include it in your um yes yeah yeah there there's i don't know know. it's it's pokemon they're notorious for wanting to get that extra money out of you so (laughs) i could see that being a you know what you're gonna have to pay pay for this yourself (laughs) so my vote would be pokemon legends mew yeah, where it would be, be cool. in the um Kanto, it's Kanto, yeah, Kanto region. Yeah, Kanto's the first one. Yep. Yep. I, I was gonna say YouTube. I'm like, wait, that can't work because technically can't. He was created like right in the present. Yep. Yep. I I I'd, I'd like to see that. Uh, get some cool stuff with that. But uh, I mean, like I said, is it a place we visit a lot? How long has it been? I guess Pokemon. Um, not let's yeah, let's go Pikachu. I guess that was the most recent. So gold would be the best one to. Do, gold or silver or crystal would be the best one to do because yeah it's been like the heart heart gold and soul silver were the last time that was remade and that's even dated now hmm. yeah that was 2008 nine something yeah. like that so yeah yeah all right well um final thing uh everybody so um thanks for joining us on this episode adventures in pokemoning let us know what pokemon you started with or are you playing um our chaos um Arts so yeah, that, 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 that works too. Um, let us let us know like what what you're playing right now. I'm sure both of us will be playing this for the foreseeable future. So I need to get more into it. Eric has spent too much time on it, but it is what it is. No, no, not enough. All right, perfect answer. Um, Eric, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric. Well, I blah, 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 I got Pokemon on the mind. I was going to say you can find me at Arceus. Mm. Uh, you can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlogberg. You can, of course, find Zygnus wherever you find great podcasts. Don't forget, later on this month, to check out the Retro Olympics that we participate in. Um, definitely fun. Definitely uh, something that is mature content ahead yes. so dis- <laughs> listener discretion is advised but also come with your fun pants on because it was a blast and how do we do you're just gonna have to listen and find out yes yes are we hosting hoisting a giant trophy over our head possibly or are, are we, we hanging our heads in this- shame we could be doing either you don't know but join um secret levels on the 25th uh anyways join us next week on a nerdy topic and we're not in an episode here because i want to ask eric something about one make sure i have all that it's spoiler territory i watched something recently discussing omni-man versus the uh justice league and by justice league i mean the legion of superheroes within his world and they said that he would not he barely won that fight in the show mm. i disagree heavily i you know it's interesting as someone who's I, read books, you've read and watched. Yeah. I, I I often wonder if he was holding back so he could have that evidence of. I'm telling you, I think oh, that's well, what it was. It's like me. Yeah, because I I could really see him. But then again, as as the series went on, well beyond the show into the comics, as much as powerful as he was, 
you saw people who were so much more powerful but then again those are always aliens or strange mythical beasts and not necessarily like humans with superpowers so i don't know interesting I, I yeah it's it's sort of like i think if there was a combination of i think it was him holding back plus also as strong as they were i think they were all so caught off guard mm-hmm. by that they probably and, weren't like oh let's prepare to fight omni man i and, and that's what the video said because they, they they were arguing that they're they're Omni-Man only won this fight, barely. And I'm like, Omni-Man isn't one that would go into a fight knowing he could possibly lose. Also, I'm like, he obviously knows what his body... And from reading the comics, I know that they're different to an extent. Uh, Viltrumites can take a lot of damage. Like, spill guts out level of damage and be like... Just wrap it up, basically put a band-aid on it, and yeah, you'll heal up. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing. I'm like, he probably (laughs) knew 110% they could beat the crap out of him, and according to everyone on Earth, they'd be like, oh, man, he's he's in danger of dying. Because the whole thing happened with Mark um, against Battle Beast, and he didn't seem to give two craps about that situation. Because he knew, he's like, he's basically a Viltrumite. This is nothing for him. I I say he wanted to make it seem like he got attacked too, and because because in the comic he just basically just one panel and just rips everybody apart no problem. Yep. Because in the comic it's kind of set up differently that he doesn't need mm-hmm. to hide that he that that he's behind it because it doesn't matter. It's not a big big point. But like I said, just something interesting. I was watching right before we recorded this, and I'm like, I want to get Eric's opinion. So I think we both are in agreement that. Yeah, yeah. He 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 only got himself beat up because he wanted to be like, yeah. I got the the guy jumped me too. Yeah, it, you've. I mean, you've seen that in other other media and other stories too, where like someone kills someone, but then they kind of have to rough themselves up or let themselves get roughed up mm-hmm. to make it not look like oh, I went with the intention of doing this. Like they started it or. Yep. <laughs> To try and hide what was happening, or oh, we were fighting together, and something, something like that. So I mean, yeah. it's it's definitely something that I could see him doing it, because you're right. He he wouldn't go in knowing he could possibly lose. He knows if he's going in, he knows he's coming out, and he's going to be the only one coming out. Yep, yep. I'm excited for for more on that uh, in, invincible at some point. We will cover because because I think by this point you have read all of it. Yes, I I finished it. I've and it's got amazing. a little bit left. It's just, it's just, I just haven't gotten back to reading it. It's not out of like, oh, this is battery. It's just, I just, I, I know that there's a tipping point where it's like, once I get to this point, it's going to be, I'm not going to be able to stop reading yeah, it. And I was what, like, that's what happened yeah. with me. The first compendium I spread out over like a couple months. And then I think the second one, there was a point in there where it just kept going. And I think the third one I finished in under a week. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically dipping into the third one and i know like from seeing stuff and from other things i've read and stuff like that this is going to be one of those things where the train will be going off the rails and i'll be like uh brakes aren't working sir so (laughs) so yes but yes we i'm i'm sure when we get a bigger announcement about when we're getting season two we'll probably touch back on us discussing because i know we got like our first impressions of it and the show and everything so I would love to do that discussion. I just want to put it out there because I'm like, Eric's probably like, why do you make me read those comics? Or, because they're amazing. Yes, very much so. Um, anyways, join us next week for another nerdy topic because this is actually the end. So, bye. Bye.
You ruined the show.